Welcome to Dream Big and Implement Small. I'm Janessa Durrani. I help women discover their meaning outside of motherhood and the energy to pursue it. And this is my podcast, where each week in 20-ish minutes or less, I share my tips, tricks, hacks, and stories on how to dream big and implement small to go from chaos to calm. Years ago, I spent Thanksgiving Day slaving in the kitchen. I made turkey, mashed potatoes, corn, stuffing, pies, rolls, everything. It was just the three of us. This was when Zane was little and Mir wasn't born yet. And I put it all out on the table and I called out to Sam, my husband, and said, it's time for dinner. And he said, I'm not hungry. And I almost cracked. I turned on my heels. I went out to our back step. I sat down and I bawled. Bawled and bawled and bawled. There was so much wrapped up in that moment. Disappointment that I had done all this work. And why wasn't he seeing that I had done all this work? And why didn't I get praise and thanks? And instead, I'm not hungry. I was mad at myself for clearly making him lunch so that he was not hungry. But really, in the end, it was just a release. A release of all these expectations and these pressures that I was putting on myself. No one but me. It was the three of us. Sam grew up in Pakistan. Thanksgiving is not his holiday. And even though he's lived here more years now than he lived in Pakistan, Thanksgiving just doesn't have that same place in his heart and in his life as it did for me. I love Thanksgiving because I don't have to buy anyone a gift. And well, also I'm a food addict. So, you know, any holiday that has ever been about food, I'm all for. And I realized in those moments that I had an unrealistic expectation of what this day was going to be now and in the future, how I could avoid being disappointed was not to lower my expectations as much as leave the expectations aside and go into it kind of organically and open to just feeling my way through. So from that point on, all of our holidays, our travels and so forth, I approach it two ways. One is that there needs to be some form of framework and structure and plan 
that kind of hits everyone's wants without kind of bending over backwards to to make crazy happen, right? I've also let go of the concept that anything is perfect. But now for Thanksgiving and for our trips and so forth, it is, so what do you want to see? What's the one thing that you can't live without? What's the one thing you would love to share with the family? What's one thing that you want to see as it relates to Thanksgiving on the table? What's one activity we can do during that weekend? So there's framework and everyone has input. It's not all about me trying to assume what everyone wants and or forcing everyone to care about the same things that I care about. And then the other piece is that we plan to a point and then we let go. I can't. I can't control their reactions and or their satisfaction, but I can control my reactions to them. And I can be open to having a day that isn't what I had envisioned. And so now I try to not envision exactly how the day is going to go, I go in with an intention, an intention on how I want to feel on the other side of the day. Like when my head is hitting the pillow, how do I want to feel? So for Thanksgiving, especially now that I am, I will always be a food addict, but now that I don't I approach Thanksgiving and eating in a completely different manner. The one big thing I want to feel at the end of Thanksgiving is not stuffed. I want to feel satisfied with the choices that I made. I want to feel more connected to my family than I was in the morning. I want to feel rested. I don't want to be depleted. If someone wants burgers instead of turkey, so be it. I'm not fighting that fight. It's not worth it to me. There's nothing that has to be done. And I want to feel like a memory was made and laughs were had. And perhaps that we tried something new. That's it. How each of those things happen and what those look like that's the that's the beauty in it. It's kind of like choose your own adventure stories. Like I'm going to go this way and I'm not going to know how that's going to turn out versus if we went this way. Do we go for a hike? Do we do the Feaster 5? Do we go out for dinner or do we eat dinner in? These are the things like let's just go with it, okay? Intentionality beats expectations. When there are expectations, invariably, they are at a place that it was never achievable. 
It was never going to happen. It's kind of like a family photo where all four people are going to be looking right at the camera and all smiling and no double chins to be had on the first take. It just, it's unrealistic, my friends. Not going to happen. You kind of have to plod your way through. Try a few different things and so forth. Living intentionally means that we stay in this feeling place. It's in the process and not the product. As recovering perfectionists, we have this vision that we want the perfect tablescape. All the foods will come out and they'll actually be done on the right time. I mean, unless you have 14 ovens, something's coming cold. It just, it is what it is. Living intentionally gives you flexibility. It gives you a loose framework and pathway to traverse, in this case, holidays, but in any given day, we can set our intention. Every moment of every day, we can set an intention for the next activity, the next moment. That just gave me goosebumps. That could also be because Sam still has not turned the heat on and I'm wrapped in a blanket. But aside from that. So as you go into the holiday season, remember, perfect is boring. Trying to please everyone for everything is exhausting. Frozen pizza is not bad. Let me just throw that in there. Time and place. It's like the podcast, The Lazy Genius. We focus on what matters and we let the rest go. We're genius for what matters and we're lazy for everything else. I live with three boys. They don't care about the tablescape. They just don't. But what I do do, I do for me and not for them. And this goes back about four weeks when we talked about praise. Goes back to my story with Sam. I was doing all this because I wanted to be acknowledged. I also wanted to eat all the food. But now I do what I do for me and not for them. And then there are the things that I do that's just for them and doing it for them makes me happy. So I hope you have an amazing and or mediocre that turns out being amazing Thanksgiving. Next week, I'm going to talk about the concept of a hard reset. I think it's exactly what we need to kind of give us a pause between Thanksgiving, Christmas and New Year's and just pause for a moment.